0: You're listening to the very first episode of Your First Episode, a podcast where I help people around the world get over their fears and start their own creative, interesting, and important podcasts. Together, we record Your First Episode. I'm the host, Alex Bloomstein. You can reach me, uh, visit my website, bloomlabs.me, or email me, alex at bloomlabs.me. Or you can find me pretty much on any social media, at bloomto. As this is the very first episode of Your First Episode, a little backstory is needed. In the week before kicking off this project, four different friends came to me with ideas for their own podcasts. When I asked each of them why they hadn't started, they all had their own excuses. I made them all an offer. Let's get on a call and record your first episode right now. And that, the concept was born. On this episode, I'm speaking with Joachim Brax, born in Belgium, living in Serbia, an entrepreneur, singer, music composer, and soon to be the host of his own podcast, Relating to Self. Joachim has a great voice, so instead of me explaining his concept, let's hear it from him. Hey, Alex. I'm so glad you're here. Why don't we just get into who you are? Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm originally Belgian. Um, I grew up in the north of Belgium, in Flanders. And at the first um, part of my life, I was a musician. I was a composer and singer, mostly, for about two decades. Then I pivoted into entrepreneurship, started a company, basically a graphic design company with a friend of mine, Uh, became very interested in how businesses are built, especially when it comes to like um, team, internal cohesion, how we treat each other and stuff like that. And then through um, a long journey, of self-exploration and healing my own traumas, I became very interested in what I call relating to self. So the idea is um, the way that we treat ourselves is underserved, I think. And that's what I'm exploring now, most of all.
0: Excellent. I think that's that's fascinating. And I, I want to jump into the topic of the podcast relating to self. But first, I, I want to dig a little bit deeper into yourself. Uh, mm. Sorry for the, uh, <laughs> the wordplay there. Um. Uh, so I, I looked into you a little bit um, and you say you had a graphic design business, but it, it's actually, in my opinion, much more interesting than that. It's paper crafting. Can you explain what that is? I'm just curious to learn more.
1: Yeah, um, basically what we do is we create starting packages for people who maybe aren't that creative from themselves. So we help people, we empower people to express themselves creatively through paper crafting. So um, I imagine you know what a scrapbook is? Yeah, well, it's kind of like scrapbooking, but then it's there's a thing called junk journaling, which is a more evolved version of scrapbooking. And we also make all kinds of things from like handmade books to like envelopes, letters, tags, little boxes, anything really. We have a long history of doing that. And so we have quite a catalog right now. But yeah, it's fun.
0: Excellent. And this is mostly how you spend your time. That's your full, well, at least your full-time work work life?
1: Not really. Well, it used to be. But um, nowadays, I'm happy to say that a company is kind of like in a mature stage Right. Where it doesn't need me so much anymore. I did most of the development, you could say, mm. um, but now I hired someone who is a managing director and is managing uh, that business as it runs. I still do like the long-term vision, strategy, and that kind of stuff, but so that doesn't require that much time, which is why I have time to spend on creating this new project.
0: Fantastic! That's that's excellent. Um, so. Something else you know you work on you you talk to is you're interested in entrepreneurship, and you say you are a coach and a mentor for entrepreneurs, but mm-hmm. my understanding of when you say that it's not like you're a hustle coach, you're not going out there and telling <laughs> people to burn the midnight oil. It seems like you're taking a very different approach to that can you Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely um great question, thank you um well, I believe first of all, coaching is misunderstood often i I see so many coaches. Um, in the business space that aren't really coaches coaching is all is a process of helping someone through what they're going through it's walking with them on a path it's supporting them but it's never like telling them what to do or how to achieve certain goals or stuff like that it's really very much kind of like a process of self-discovery that is then supported by someone else that's what a coach does um, mentorship on the other hand, I feel is more about imparting certain insights and knowledge that maybe I've gained throughout my career as an entrepreneur and to help younger entrepreneurs, you know, get that. And in both of those, I feel that I focus on what has helped me most in my own career. And when I look at the way I've built, uh, Victoria designs, my company, um, um, The guiding principle for that was always, the KPI number one was the team well-being, was the well-being of the people in it. Because I strongly believe that the purpose of having a business or of leading life is to have a good life or to have a beautiful way of actually doing the work every day. So more than like having an external goal, like making a certain amount of money or achieving a certain size of a company, I was like, no, I want to run a company in the way that makes me feel good. And what do I need in order to feel good? I think it's important that I'm surrounded by people who also feel good. So the well-being of the team was at the core of that.
0: No, I think that's so important. You've come across sort of a theme throughout this uh, discussion so far, which is about well-being and the people uh, at the center of everything you do. So let's get into this about the podcast that you want to launch. This is, you know, Mm. the Quote unquote," first episode of. Um, why don't we start with a 30-second pitch? What is the podcast about? What do you mean relating to self?
1: Basically, there is one single relationship that we will be in for all of our lives, and that is the relationship we have with ourselves. And I believe, from what I've experienced in my life, that that is the least examined relationship we have. And I believe that Looking at that relationship and improving that relationship is the single most important thing we can do to lead better lives.
0: I think that's that's a that's a great tight pitch. And I think I understand, you know, I understand what I would be getting if I listened to it. So what why is this topic important to you? What what drew you to it? Um go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, um I can say I've I've struggled in my life. You know, I've I've had tough times and I I guess we all do, but I feel that there was not much in the world around me that gave me examples of how to lead a good life. I, as I said, I studied music and as a musician, I tried to achieve certain external goals. Like you were judged on how you performed, like which kind of pieces you got performed somewhere, who, who you worked with, that kind of stuff. But it was never about like, wait, how can I have the feeling that I'm enjoying my life or that I lead a good life for myself. What do I value actually? And so, uh, thinking about that, um, like how can I improve my own well being, brought me to the insight that the biggest negative influence in my well being was me. It was me inside of myself, you know, putting pressure on myself, believing things about myself that weren't true, um, talking to myself in quite hideous ways. You know, I had these voices inside of my head pushing me or like criticizing me mostly just like reflections of what the world threw at me, but still I internalized those voices. And then um, seeing that I wanted to change that. And then I struggled for a long time to, to try to do something about that. And finally I've, I've come to a place I believe where I find so much um, peace and beauty in my life. And so I want to show that I want to give another example. I want to inspire people, to let them know that this is possible and that they too can do it.
0: So, I mean, it sounds, I think everyone, I, I especially can relate to the negative self-talk that you're, you're, you're referring to, um, you know, the negativity that you put on yourself and, and that battle you have with, you know, the world outside. And it's, you know, it's probably always worth it worse inside than, than the outside forces make you feel. Um, so, I mean, from a, from a place of personal interest and for everybody else, um, how, how did you get from this this place where I think most people are to this place of of peace that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the key question, isn't <laughs> it? Right. That? That's mostly what I will talk about in, in the podcast and in everything I do. I think it's actually more simple than people realize. And I think it has to do everything with small intentional actions that we can take every day. Because I think the, the way that most people approach this was something like they, they go to therapy for a while, or maybe they buy a book about like how to improve your self-love, and then they they binge the book in a weekend, but then nothing happens. And I think it's much more interesting to think about, like what is a simple way for five minutes every day that I can improve my relationship with myself, that I can tell myself I love myself in some small way? And that will compound over time and will create so much more space. And that's kind of like the approach I took combined with meditation and journaling and some other techniques and practices and that's what i want to try to teach people
0: so if i sit down and i listen to a 30 minute episode of your your podcast what do you hope i, I take away from that hmm.
1: Hmm. i think the idea that change is not only possible but actually simple i didn't say it's easy it's not but it's simple. It's not complex. You don't need to like think a lot about this. And I think that for most people will already be a, an incredible takeaway.
0: Sure. Absolutely. And maybe some of the specifics. Um, in sort of the pre-interview, you you wrote that um, there's small and easy hacks that you can improve to to improve your life, uh, as well as a self-love habit. Can, can you maybe give us a flavor? What's that all about? Sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, one of the things I'm really excited about now is that I've started thinking about what are things most people do in their lives that actually can be framed as acts of self-love, but often are not. And so that's easier than to think about, like, you know, what kind of practices can I add to my life? Like if you tell someone who has never been in meditation in their lives and you tell them, like, hey, you need to meditate for 30 minutes every day, that's going to be hard. But what about something like, when you're thirsty, you drink. If you think about it, that's an act of self-love. You are drinking because your body needs it. If you truly didn't care about yourself, you wouldn't drink because, you know, who cares? So instead of changing what you do, if you bring awareness to the things you already do, that you're doing them because of an expression of self-preservation, self-care, of self-love then that is a much easier way to approach that subject.
0: That's fantastic. I, I've never thought about it uh, in that way. And I think that's really eye-opening. And I think that that is a, a great uh, great concept to bring to the world. So I think you're, uh, as I'm sure you already know, you're, you're onto something here and you definitely have a lot to share. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so let's move now into like the nitty gritty of starting the podcast. So, mm. something that you said you weren't sure about is the format of the podcast itself. Um, you're juggling between maybe like a self-directed you getting in front of your microphone and talking versus an interview podcast or something more, you know, expertly produced. Where where's your head at with that?
1: Yeah, that's that's the big question, isn't it? Like I I feel like in in daily life, I love to be in conversation, you know, like what we're doing now. I have quite a few friends with whom I talk about these subjects and those conversations always bring up things that maybe even I wouldn't think about if I were alone. And that's great. You know, people inspire me to to think deeper or further. Um, The other hand, uh, it's much easier to just do it myself. I have a practice already of I write and record meditations. So I have my setup. I know it's very easy for me to write something and to just sit down and record it. So if I wrote I don't know, a blog post instead or an idea to talk about, I could do that very easily because finding people to talk with and to convince them to be in a podcast is going to be harder. So for me, it's a combination between finding what works for me in terms of like what is nice for me to produce ideas, but also what is achievable, what is easy. And that's something I've been exploring with most of the things I'm doing these days, that the lower the barrier of entry is, the more chances there are that I will be consistent with the practice. And that goes for self-love, but it, I think it also goes for recording podcasts. Yeah. So I'm going to experiment a bit, I think. And then as soon as I find something that I feel is easy to flow into and to create a habit around, that's probably what I'll end up doing.
0: Can, can I give my two cents? on? Please. On, yeah. I mean, I think that um, as, as you said yourself, uh, you have a fantastic voice it's very soothing um i'm i'm worried that i'll fall asleep uh, not because of the nature of this 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 interview but because of just you know you're lulling me um, and your the na- the content is also very you know personal and self-reflective so combine that with that it's also a lower barrier for for you to actually take it on i mean i would start with doing self-directed you speaking to your microphone talking about these practices um and i don't know if you imagine you know this being an hour-long podcast or maybe it's a daily five-minute podcast where you just give somebody a tip and you say hey sit down think about it you know this is the littlest thing you can do for yourself today and that's both something that you can do for the person listening and for yourself because you're you're doing it then right you're off to the races yeah that's
1: that's a really good point alex thank you yeah i i really appreciate that because it's true I am doing these practices anyway, right? I am showing up to my own practices and recording something even for five minutes every day um, would be very similar to what I'm doing with writing these days. Yeah. I'm writing this, like, I'm like, I have 30 minutes of writing every morning. So I write like a 250 word essay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I could also record that essay, perhaps maybe the same, the same material and then just put it out there and see what happens.
0: Exactly. You should take the content that you're already producing and repurpose it for another medium. Um, it's 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 you're you're not creating much more work for yourself. And I mean, you already have a fantastic practice. If you write 250 words every morning, that's that's an incredible habit. Um, and it doesn't take that much to uh, to layer on top of that habit.
1: Yeah. So well, I've been doing it for two weeks, so. Okay.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good start, though. <laughs> yeah. It's longer than I have. Um, so I think I I think that's great. And and just to touch on another point you made about. The what comes out of conversations. Uh, you know, right now we're having a conversation where we're both, I, I'd like to think we're both learning from it, but something else you can do is this lowers the bar to have those conversations you can still have those conversations. Reach out to somebody and say, hey, I'm recording a podcast. It's just me on the podcast, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. And then you can just recount those, that thought, that conversation onto the podcast. You can even do it over email. Say, hey, uh, you know, I want to know what you think about this. Give me. A thirty-word response, and that's something that you can incorporate. Um, and I think that's super interesting. Um, something I'm doing for one of my businesses—it's uh, a daily newsletter—and we've reached out to, uh, you know, the top business leaders in Canada. And we—I've just said, "Hey, what? What do you? Uh, how do you start your day?" Right? They don't need to come on a podcast. They just need to respond to my email, telling me how they start their day. So it's like super low touch, but it's a great learning from them, and it's a great partnership too.
1: Oh, and do you actually get responses from
0: these people? I've gotten a few so far <laughs> working on it. That's it's cool, been, you know, it's yeah. been a week, so, but it's, it's, it's in, going in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it's the, the same as always, you know, if you don't try, then you're going to fail. And if you write to hundred people, even if only five reply, that might be a viable thing to do. So thank you. I'm I'm going to think about that.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in terms of your audience, I want to talk about that a little bit. Mm. Um, You wrote that your audience are people who are already aware that they have to find this awareness. So so you've sort of, they've already passed one barrier and now you're educating them on how to, I guess, live their best life for lack of a better, a better way to put that. Um, Who are these people uh, and how do you find them? Hmm.
1: Great question. Yeah, I think, I think the people that I'm looking for actually have passed already two barriers. The first barrier is becoming aware of the fact that maybe they are not really kind to themselves. They are not treating themselves well. The second barrier being they are committed to change this, mm-hmm. right? Um, where do I find those people? That's a really good question. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. So right now I'm kind of like casting a wide net. You could say I'm posting what I write on Twitter. I also uh, post on Facebook I post some some pictures with some little pieces of text on Instagram. I'm planning to maybe try TikTok. <laughs> it looks a bit terrible, but you know i'll I'll see what I can do. Um and then I hope that I will just see naturally you know where my audience is. Obviously, now I'm starting out with let's say my core circles, people who know me personally, and those are the people right now who are responding who are signing up to my newsletter. And who are probably going to listen to the podcast in the beginning. But then later, I think it's going to be a combination of referral, referral like word of mouth. And then just seeing where I can reach people that resonate with what I'm saying.
0: Sure. And so I, I went and took a look at your website. And if I can just make like a, like a practical suggestion, mm-hmm. um, it seems like you're offering people something on that website, right? Um, but it's almost unclear what. To get them to, to take that action. If I if I were you, I would update the site to say, you know, sign up here to get five tips on how to be kinder to yourself. Right. Like something like that or a daily affirmation or, or something like that and you can capture that email better. And then my next question to you was because, you know, I connected with you uh, through the trends group um, on Facebook. So once you have that done, have you tried posting it in the trends group saying, Hey, everybody out there, let's you know sign up and I'll give you a daily affirmation or posting it elsewhere to other communities. What's your game plan there?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I've actually been thinking today that maybe I should change my niche. Okay. Um, I feel that like most of the content out there about self-love and about relating to self is made by women for women and I get it and it works. I was like, what if I do the opposite? What if I make content about relating to self for male entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur myself, being a man myself, I see the value, I see the necessity. And maybe those people will be a harder sell in terms of they probably don't think they need it. But I think once they understand they need it, they might be really committed as well. And they can't find anything else anywhere. So that may be something I'm going to try.
0: I, I totally agree with you. Um, I mean, I, as a fellow male entrepreneur, like, I know I need it. Like, I, I'm very aware that I need it. And I, I need to work on myself and my mental health and all of those things. But there's very few resources out there that are that fit the right mold for people, you know, like myself or, or people like you that are, you know, not for women and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, we're just different, right. It's like, it, it, there's a stigma to it. Like there there's, it's a different audience that you need to communicate with. Um, and that are, you know, just more attuned to who we are, right. And our different issues. So I think that's, I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, and I think it's always a, a good idea to focus on, you know, what you know best yourself, right. Uh, as we're sure. <laughs> talking about today.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good point. Also the, um, the branding of all of those people sure. speaking about that you know it's, it's very often quite rosy and pink and maybe more yeah. in the style of vectory designs actually my other company and so i think there's a there's space there for a different kind of brand okay. also because i approach the subject from a very down-to-earth kind of perspective sure. i don't talk about any woo woo kind of stuff you know i'm not into astrology i'm not into any kind of semi-religious references or anything like that it's very down to earth uh, it's about the body it's about breathing it's about how you think all these things and i think that perspective might work for that demographic
0: absolutely i mean you you got me with the drinking water example i mean you know you can say to anybody out there hey do you drink water yes okay well you practice self-love so here's what else you can do it's a, yeah. it's a great hook actually i i, I quite like that
1: excellent Thanks.
0: <laughs> Um, so. The theme of this podcast is getting your first episode off the ground, right? So I I want you to, you know, maybe share with me. It it seems like you've you've become unencumbered of barriers, but what are your barriers to launching this? Uh, You know, we're recording this first episode now. What's going to stop you from recording a second episode tomorrow?
1: Oh, my. Um, That's a really good question. I think it's one of those things that I don't have an answer to. Like, it's just I don't have the habit. I think if I sit down and think about it rationally, there's literally nothing that would stop me from doing that. But it's probably not going to happen because my mind isn't there yet. So I need to like convince myself.
0: Can can I hold you accountable? Can I? Can we <laughs> set a goal today right now on the podcast and say, let's? I'll, I'll make it up. We can adjust this goal, but say tomorrow you're going to take your 250-word essay and you're going to record it. And Amazing. then you're going to put it on a podcast feed. Uh, with maybe with this episode and that, and you'll have two episodes up uh, just like that.
1: Cool. I will make that commitment with you, okay. Alex. Amazing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna then send you an email to ask you about like where do I even do this? How I does can
0: this work? <laughs> I can definitely help with that. That's so <laughs> wonderful. Easy. It's super easy. Um. So there we have it. We've got a commitment. We've got this podcast in the, recorded, and then we're going to record another tomorrow. Uh, well, you're going to record another tomorrow. I'm going to record another one tomorrow. Fantastic. Well, Joachim, thank you so much for doing this. I think this was an awesome first take at this concept. Uh, and I, I'm so looking forward to hearing uh, hearing what you're going to put out there because uh, it's something, it fits a need that I need. And I think that you're the perfect person to do it. So I'm I'm thrilled about
1: that. Amazing. Then, you know, maybe in a couple of months, I'll invite you as a guest in my podcast to talk about that. your journey into relating with yourself. <laughs>
0: I would love that. Well, thank you very much.
1: Amazing. Thanks, Alex.
0: There you have it. The first episode of your first episode, and the first episode of Joachim's podcast, Relaying to Self, which should be available any day now on your podcast player. You can reach Joachim by email at relatingtoself at gmail.com or visit his website, relatingtoself.com. The day after Joachim and I recorded, he held up his end of our bargain and sent me the second episode he made. You should definitely check it out. I want to hear from you and everyone else who is listening. Email me at alex at bloomlabs.me or on social at bloomto. Visit yourfirstepisode.com if you want to record with me. Thanks for listening.